You're listening to a podcast from 702. Back on this Wednesday afternoon. Thank you so much for staying with us on 702 Afternoons with myself, Rilebukhile Maboja. Now, coming up in this hour, it's a Wednesday, which means we get to have a whole hour of a masterclass. And today we're talking writing your own story. What would the benefit be of writing your own story? How do you go about it? Can you monetize it? Could you even possibly discover that there's something more within you and you could turn this into a career? So we're going to be joined by Webster Tenase, founder of TW Publishers, high-performance strategist and consultant for this conversation. And of course, we look forward to taking your calls on 011-8830702. Your SMS is 31702. Your tweets at Relebukhile M at Radio 702 using the hashtag 702 Afternoons and the WhatsApp line 072 702 1702. 702 Masterclass. Indeed, it is the Masterclass time when we're talking writing your own story. We're joined in studio by Webster Tenase, founder of TW Publishers, high-performance strategist and consultant. Webster, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming through to studio. Hi, I'm super awesome and stoked. And yeah, we're going to have a very interesting time just talking about this. Yeah, so let's start at the very beginning as to why would anybody even just wake up one day in jail when you're not an author, you're not a writer, (laughs) and decide, because we're not even saying you're writing, you know, you're just journaling in jail, like, ah, my husband upset me, he didn't close the fridge. Like, writing your story, what a (laughs) tall order. (laughs) You know what? Um, It sounds like a tall order, right? But it's actually not as hard as we make it out to be. Mm. And I think the most important thing, and and I tell this to clients a lot, is that, the reason why you want to write your story, number one, the most important reason is for legacy purposes. Mm. But before I even go there, let's, let, me just, let me just give a, a small definition so that we, we know what we're talking about as we go ahead. So when I say writing your story, I don't just mean the things that have happened to you, your experience, you know, this happened to me, that happened to me, I overcame this. It's not just uh, contained in that, but it's also what do I know about a particular topic, mm. right? It's my unique perspective on life, Mm. on what I've been through, and on some of the things that I see happening around me. So when we say writing your story, it shouldn't just be, okay, it's a memoir kind of of vibes, Mm. but we're talking about your knowledge, sharing your knowledge. What do I know? Sharing my my message, because I believe that everyone has a particular message that they want to put through into the Mm. world. So that is what we mean by sharing your story. But now we're talking about it's a legacy thing. Mm. That's why you want to do this. It's something that you'll forever be remembered mm. by this one particular book, whatever that topic is or what you overcame. So you want to make sure that you write your story because it's going to live forever. You, you and I are going to pass away, but our books are going to be I'm forever. not going to pass away. I'll tell, tell you what. <laughs> yeah, not if you have that book. It, it immortalizes your name yes. and who you are and your knowledge and your wisdom. So that is the most important part. It's not, it's not necessarily about, okay, we're going to make a couple of millions from this book, right? Yes. But it's about immortalizing who you are and your knowledge and just your wisdom. Because I tell you right now, a lot of people need it. And yes. a lot of people don't have it because we don't write our own stories. Mm. There are some amazing things you've been through that maybe you think, ah, no one's going to want to read that. Yes. Or that's not really, you know, it's not something I really want to. But then it's something that someone else is going through and they desperately need to 
um, not just understand what's happening with them, but find a way out of what's, you know, what's happened mm. to them. And maybe you have the solution, but you're not telling them. And I, I definitely think I'm a bad example to use for this conversation <laughs> because I don't want a person sitting at home thinking, yeah, but Rilipkhil is a public figure, so yeah, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, people can uh, have interest in her life already. Yeah. yeah. For the average South African that's listening, yeah. if they are like, Okay, I hear what you're saying about legacy, but am I writing mm. that somebody will read this one day? Because mm. who would want to read what mm. I have to say? Good question. I think I think I think it goes back to um, to your why. Now, mm. this is this is the biggest thing, right? Because when you're writing a book, the foundational reason as to why you want to do this, besides the whole legacy aspect, is to help people. Mm. Now, a lot of people we we feel that you know, just like you said, maybe what. I have to say is not as important as mm. what Mang Mang has, has to say yes. or you have to say or Vusi has to say. No, no, no. It's important because you have a unique perspective on life, on mm. what you've gone through. You know, there's certain things that you know about media and about working, a couple of things, parenting, relationships that you need to share with people. The problem here is that we like to assume that, nah, this is not going to work. Mm. It's not going to work because maybe nobody knows me. Mm. And, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a public figure. I'm not out there. Why would anybody? No, no, no. How are you going to know if you don't do it? Mm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, like, it's like those people who like saying, you know, ah, I want to be a motivational speaker. Uh, and then you're like, okay, have you spoken to anyone? You know, have, have mm. you ever had a gig? Like, no, then how, do, how are you going to know? Yes. Go and try it. I know a lot of people who will be like, yeah, you know, I want to be a motivational speaker. They get one gig. And they come back and they're like, yeah, no, mm, it's not for me. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's not, not for me. No, no, it's not for me. But then how else are you going to know if you don't go out and actually do it? You know, mm. it, and it's something that's very, that sounds very counterintuitive. It's like that whole, what are you afraid of? Mm. Uh, I'm afraid of spiders. Okay, so let's go to a spider farm so you can grab a couple of spiders. And it's like, uh, um, uh, uh, no, yes. but that's the way to get over your fear mm. is to attack it head on. So it's, it's in the same kind of, it's in the same kind of uh, uh, kind of breath, but then also the more important part is that your stories are inspirational, man. Mm. You know, I love I love stories so much because a large part of our lives is actually based on stories. If you think about it, mm. I mean, as a kid, you're told stories all the time yes. to the point where you believe them. You know, Santa yes. Claus is real, for example, tooth fairies. They, stories, they are know? real as far as I'm concerned. Listen, I'm a, I'm a mom now. They are real. <laughs> I'm a dad and, and, and I'm not going down that road. But I'll tell you what, we, 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 we are so, we're so inundated with so many stories. Some bad, some inspirational. Yes. We're talking about inspirational stories that are actually helpful. And you want to use having a book so that you can push your story forward. Because once again, people need to listen to you. I'll give mm. you an example. There's this lady called Lois Wagner, uh, who was a client of mine, and she was unfortunately raped at work at her workplace. And so, and I asked her, "Why did you publish your book?" You know, because mm. she published a book, you know, her journal basically of mm. what happened. And she's like, "I started writing it the same night it happened." Wow! I'm like, "But why did you? Why did you choose to publish that? I mm. mean, aren't you? You know?" She's like, "You know what? Um, something like this is, you know, it, it's something that." should never happen to anyone. Mm. But here it is and it happened to me and I had to deal with it and I had to understand why this is happening and how I'm going to get myself out of this and I had to forgive and so forth. It's like writing that book 
was to help other people. And this was way before the Me Too movement and the like. And, um, you know, she actually helped, do, you know, was doing some lobbying for, for, for this whole rape thing and helped, helped get some, some laws changed mm. back in the days. And so that's why she wrote the book. And I said, you know what, that makes sense. Because if it wasn't for that, some of her coaching clients right now who are going through the same thing, weren't going to be her coaching clients because they mm. wouldn't have known that she's been through something mm. like that. Strong woman who's been through something like that. And it's, the, it, it's, it's that reason why you want to publish a book. Once again, another guy named Bradley Silberman, who I think a decade or two or, or so ago uh, sustained a brain injury because he was at a club and he got uh, punched around by the bouncers. It was a big story back then. Mm. Um, and he recovered, uh, you know, and... and, and now he has this uh, this book, Be the Bubble, and it's, a, and, and, and it's about his mindset, what he went through and how he recovered and the like. You weren't going to know about that story unless mm. he wrote about it. Mm. You know, there's so many examples. So these stories are very inspirational. And we all love inspirational stories because, number one, they're relatable in mm. most cases. If they're done well, they're relatable. And it makes me feel like, you know what, if, if Brad can go through something like that, then, geez, I can, I can mm. do it. I can be somebody. And I'm also thinking about the fact that um, you don't have to have gone through, because it's very easy co- to compare mm. your own story with somebody else's story. Mm. You don't have to have been raped. You don't mm. have to have gone through, you know, some massive trauma. Um, you have lived your, your life and your journey. Yeah. And that in itself merits you, you know, putting down your life or your perspective on on paper, um, in in term in terms of um, how a person starts, you know, because you've already said it doesn't just have. It's not necessarily a memoir or an autobiography, or where you're like, I was born this day, blah blah blah. Yeah. It can also just be your your view on something. So if somebody is listening and they're like, you know, actually, this is interesting. Where do they even begin? Is it a matter of taking a pen and paper and just start regurgitating whatever it is that starts Mm. pouring out or does a person really have to start to be like well i kind of like you know this thing or actually i have very strong opinions about the war in ukraine so you know where does a person start (laughs) yeah no that's a very good question so it all starts with finding your story you know finding your story and um (sighs) And it works in this way. You need to you need to know yourself, right? Mm. And and the reason why I say that is because, and I'm talking for myself, uh, basically when I say that there are a lot of stories that that, that I read that I can tell that eh, you know this this is this this story is kind of kind of kind of fakey, kind of exaggerated. It's like it's not a story that's very genuine. Mm. Genuine stories to me that are life-changing, um, like you can always tell. Maybe it's because I'm a publisher and I deal with books all the time. Yes. But I can always tell when a story is, is written from a genuine point of view. Yes. When this person generally wants to get their point across and when this person is, is, is actually interested in teaching people or, 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 or giving them insights and the like. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to find your unique story. And that word unique is very important because there's nothing new under the sun. Mm. Almost everything's been done. But the difference then is your unique 
viewpoint on that particular topic, on that particular world event, you know, where, you know, everybody's siding with side A, but then, in you know, your opinion is, no, 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 maybe they're wrong and these people are right. Mm. So you want to make sure that you are very uh, genuine and you're genuine because you are you are expressing your own unique story whether once again it's you, you're expressing your own opinions or you are looking at what you've been through and you're trying to share a particular inspirational message or you're trying to teach people you know there are different ways of doing it but you want to make sure that you ask yourself a couple of questions before you go into writing anything mm. you want to make sure that you understand that look um, depending on what your book is about what have I been through right mm. what have I overcome what have I overcome? What have I been through? And um, what do I know that, you know, other people can benefit from? And you want to make sure that the foundation of you doing this whole story thing and, 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 and writing your book and the like is based on adding value to your readers. Hmm. Real, raw value that is actionable, that is practical at the end of the day. Of course, this then gets complicated when you're talking about fictional books, yes. because that's a different story. But this is more your nonfiction, your nonfiction stuff, where you just want to make sure that um, it's, it's something that's valuable to that particular reader. But you need to find your unique story. So in most cases, I'll give you an example. There was a, there was a, a book, um, in fact, it was a guideline, I think it was 75 pages. Uh, titled um, The Author's Guide to Self-Publishing in South Africa, which I published years and years and years and years back. And it was such, I thought it was such an insignificant kind of a, th of a project of mine. Mm. Um, it was like my third book. And it was just something that I'd written for the, for the people who are your DIY specialists who want to self-publish their own books and the like. Mm. And I didn't make, I didn't really expect it to succeed. But it actually did very, 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 very mm. well. And it opened many, many, many doors for me to speak here and do all these amazing things. And all because, I mean, the stuff I had in there wasn't anything new per se, but it was my perspective on mm. particular topics. And no, no, instead of doing it this way, why don't you try this way? And me sharing ideas. Because at the end of the day, people, I mean, look, look at it from this point of view. There are many radio stations. But yes. there's a reason why people listen to you mm. every time, you know, to end and... There's a reason why they do that, and it's because of your unique perspective on certain things. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that whenever you have a book or whatever, you are pushing your unique perspective. Don't just copy-paste, you know. Uh, that's not something that works when it comes to these things. You want to make sure that you know who you are, especially if your story, if you're literally publishing your own story of what you've been through. You want to make sure that it's something that um, you've, you know, something that you've researched and that it's something that you are that you are genuinely trying to help the next person who's going to read this book mm. or entertain them, depending on whatever your, your, your book is about. So you want to start with finding your story. Find your story. Finding your story is finding yourself in most cases. Yes. Otherwise, you're just going to regurgitate everything that I've seen everywhere. It's going to be another book. It's going to do okay. And then, you know, there are many books that are duplicates. Now, is it true that... Um or, or would you say it is accurate that if you write from the perspective that no one is going to read this, maybe you're going to write more freely mm -hmm. as opposed to writing consciously worried uh, about 
how the reader is going to perceive what you're saying. Mm. Just from a mindset point of view when you mm. actually get into the writing. 100%. 100%. And for me, that's, that's, that's how I write and that's how a lot of great writers write. It's when you are, it's like having a conversation, man. Mm. You know, it's like having a conversation with your buddies and, you know, you discuss certain things and your buddies challenge you. You know, they don't always agree with what mm. you're saying. And it's no, no, no. But I believe it's like this. And then you try and figure out, okay, maybe that makes sense. Or no, I was mm. thinking to this. So you want to make sure that you don't put too much pressure on yourself. Otherwise, you're going to do what I did where you are rewriting your book five, six, seven times because it just doesn't sound good enough. You know, mm. doesn't sound good enough compared to what, you know, it's your unique perspective. You know, there's, there's no such. So you want to make sure that you are, that you are free. You give yourself, um, you give yourself a chance to be free in your writing. Don't even worry about the spellings and the whatevers. Just write, mm. you know, just write, be free, relax. Mm. And by doing that, it makes it so much easier for the creative juices to flow. Because sometimes the reason why we would uh, stop ourselves and rewrite something new or think it's not good enough is because at the back of our minds, we are comparing ourselves with someone else or we're comparing what we're doing with the success of someone else and thinking, no, it has to be on par with this particular book. It must be like this. It must be like, no, 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 just, just relax and just write and just, just be free. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to say that's another thing to do it. But then you want to make sure that um, that you accept yourself as you are. You know, that's why I said the first part is is, is just finding your story and, and knowing yourself. Because remember, you are putting your heart in your sleeve here when it comes to these books. So you are sharing your perspective and you're sharing how you you know how you see life, your opinions, and you're gonna. I mean, no one's gonna, not everyone's gonna agree with you. you know, you're gonna have a lot of people like, nah, I don't see things. Yes. And then you read that one comment and you're like, ah, and you feel how broken because why doesn't this person agree with me? Yes. But that's how life is. So you need, there's, a, there's, there's an element of courage and boldness that you need to have to just say, you know what, not everyone's going to buy this book. Not everyone's going to agree, but I'm going to do it anyways. Because so, there's so, someone out there who's going to learn. So here's the question. Um, I mean, when we speak about just your authentic, sincere perspective and story, yeah. you know, is this appropriate for somebody who has not yet dealt with themselves? And I mean, really dealt mm. with them. And I'm not saying a person saying, oh, I'm so healed from everything I've mm. been through. I mean, being able to deal with who you are as you are, be comfortable in your own company, mm. um, even though you're, you are aware you are a work in progress. That is a freaking brilliant question. And, <laughs> and, and the reason, and I'll, I'll tell you the motivation for me asking it. Yeah. My life became a lot easier when um, I was living more in my purpose. I mean, I've always been doing the work that I'm doing yeah. in public spaces, and it's always where I've belonged. But the moment I became more authentic and real with myself and dealt with myself, it made dealing with any backlash that came after the fact um, so much easier because I'm not in turmoil internally. I am pretty much at peace. So um, when people in inverted commas read my story, read my perspective, I am barely bothered. Exactly. Exactly. And, 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 and you know what? That's exactly how it should be. 
Now the problem then is obviously if you haven't if you haven't quote unquote healed on whatever it is that you're trying to write about, it becomes very complicated to write, you know. And even if you get that book out there, <laughs> if someone disagrees with you once again, it's going to crush you. And I've seen a and I've seen a couple of clients go through that, and that's because once again they they haven't they haven't accepted themselves. Mm. Just like you're saying, they haven't really accepted themselves. A large part of not just putting your story out there, but being a, a successful author, being a successful person in general, the foundation has to be, I accept myself as I am. I love myself. Mm. This is what I've been through. And you know what? Um, I've healed from that. Or these are the steps. Th this is what I'm doing to heal from that. Because at the end of the day, once again, you are, you know, you're putting out your, you're being vulnerable when you're writing these books. You're being mm. vulnerable when you're pushing these, your stories and, 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 you know, putting your, 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 you know, your dirty business out there. Yes. In a sense. And you, you want to make sure that it's something that you can deal with when someone comes in and says, yo, I didn't know Webster was like that. Yo, yo, yo. But and, actually, can I even take it a step back? Yeah. There is a gift you receive when you read things you've written, your, even before it gets to people, there's something that happens um, when you read back something you wrote, when you take a moment away from it. I love that. I love that. And it, 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 and it ties in with something that I did, which at that time, I wasn't really comfortable in my own skin and I didn't really love myself as much mm. um, because, you know, I used to be bullied in school, right? Mm. So... And, and some of us, you know, maybe you have weird looking ears or you have weird looking eyes and it becomes a problem. And, and that stuff stays with you, right? And then mm. now I become a writer, right? And now I'm forced to, well, not forced, but now I'm a, I'm, I'm a speaker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, forced, by, forced by my purpose. Yes. Now I'm forced to speak on stages and do all these things. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, uh, my ears, oh my gosh, my eyes. But one of the things that I did that literally changed my life uh, in 2010, um, I was staying with my cousin in Richards Bay and I took, I think it was an A3 sheet of paper. I did a mind map, a whole mind map on myself. I actually, I, I, I want to hear this properly without rushing you. So let's do this. O double one double eight three O seven O two, the WhatsApp line. O seven two seven O two one seven O two. We're talking writing my story by my, I mean you when writing your story. That is today's masterclass. We are in conversation with uh, Webster Tenase, founder of TW Publishers, high performance strategist and consultant. We'll pick up this conversation. 702 Masterclass. It is a masterclass. We're talking, writing your own story, why it's important, what you can benefit out of it, but also how to do it. So I'd like to find out from you. Have you ever chosen to write your own story, even if you've never gotten it published or shared it with anybody? Um, and it's not just about your life story, but also your perspective. Have you found any benefits from doing that? O double one double eight three O seven O two, the WhatsApp line, O seven two seven O two one seven O two. And of course you can also tweet us at M using the hashtag seven oh two afternoons. I'm in conversation with Webster Tenase, founder of TW Publishers, high performance strategist and consultant. So you were starting Webster to tell me your story about deciding to do a mind map. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So what happened? Yeah. So <clears throat> it, it goes back to what you were saying where, you know, you want to accept yourself. So 
that day I decided because I was very unsure about about you know who I am and mm. where I'm going, and um, I decided okay let me let me let me see who I am. So I literally took an A3 sheet of paper, and I took a couple of different colored cokey pens, and boy, I think I spent like half a day just. Um, just writing everything about myself. It was mm. a mind map, front and back. And it was about what I was thinking, what I normally thought about. I mean, I would even write down the thoughts that were bothering me or that were reoccurringly boring, bothering me. I wrote about my goals, what I wanted to achieve in the next 10 years, uh, the girls I wanted to date, the ones I didn't get to date. Mm. I mean, I wrote down everything. It was very cheesy. It looked very weird. Mm. But I tell you what... Um, <laughs> That year was an amazing year after I wrote everything down. Because then I looked at it and I, and, and I realized that, hold on a second, I'm amazing. Mm. I'm mm. awesome. So you, you, you went and you read what you put down and yeah. you had your little aha moment. Yeah, I read it. I looked at it, I put it on the wall and I was like, wow, you know what? I'm, I'm great. You know what? Forget about these couple of bad parts that I was looking at. Look at this and look at that and look at that and look at this and actually have something that, you know, can actually um, benefit the world, leave the world a better place mm. if I share that with someone else who's going through the same thing. So from that year, I started really working on sharing my story. I mean, I would rec record, you know, myself talking about certain topics and just share that with everybody. That was the year that everything really started to shape up for me. So to answer your question, that is very important. Mm. You in, have to know yourself. In terms of the moment that you had, you know, where you're saying you read this thing, what was it that you read or saw that said, hey, I'm, I'm actually dope? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It was everything, even the mm. bad stuff. Mm. Because... Because I've been through a lot of stuff, mm. right? I've been through a lot of unfortunate things, but I somehow always found a way out, you know, to like outsmart these things and to to come out on top. And I always thought that, you know what? Um, at the back of my head, I always knew that I would be something amazing, mm. right? Mm. And I'm something amazing. And I always knew that, but I just didn't know how to ever get there. And I thought, you know... <sighs> Maybe you know, because, you know, sometimes certain situations that happen to you, they kind of drown the good side of mm. you, the good thoughts of you that are at the back of your head. And, and you're like, no, man, you know, what? maybe this might not work. This mm. might not work. But then when I looked at that thing and I realized that, wait, I actually went through that and I got out. Oh, I went through that and mm. I got out. Oh, I went through that and I got out. And I looked at my weaknesses as well. And I said, OK, so I actually did accomplish something. Mm. I did mm. accomplish something. So. Now, what I can do, besides uh, growing, uh, growing more with regards to personal development, I can at least teach someone else who's going through something similar and it doesn't look like they're going to be coming out anytime soon. I can show them, oh, hey, um, I actually went through this and this is how you can you know, overcome this kind of a thing and this is how you can overcome this kind of a thing. I mean, <laughs> I'll give you an example. Um, yo. Yeah, I remember I had this one bad accident, like really, really bad. Mm. And I was a teen, really, really bad. And I was driving it, driving the car. And I was with my cousin uh, and he was a, a kid at the time. He didn't get hurt. And the car that I hit 
the passenger didn't get hurt. It was just the, the driver who got hurt. It was such a horrible day for me. Horrible. Hor- and everything started perfectly fine in the morning. Up until those uh, like one second mm. where I passed out behind the wheel because um, I slept back in those, in those days. I slept for like two, three hours mm. every day because I was always working on creating materials and the like. This was back then when I was really super focused on what I wanted to achieve and didn't care about what I ate, mm. whether I'm sleeping or not. I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't do anything. I was just focused. Anyways, so that happened and that, that, that accident really messed me up and it really messed me up sideways. And then, you know, I, I ended up coming out of that. Uh, a week later, it was like nothing happened. A week later, the, the lady got out of hospital and the like, obviously, uh, I prayed the living daylights in that week thinking, oh my gosh, I hope everything works and yes. she gets out of this. But when, when everything, uh, when everything, you know, subsided and, and things started to look up again, got another car, blah, 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 blah. And then I realized that, well, hold on a second. I thought that was the worst thing that would ever happen to me at that time. Mm. And a week later, it disappeared. And now I had to, you know, deal with the the emotional side of things, the mental side of things, because now I was driving very slow and I was, yes. and I was very, very careful. And then a, a month later, I was back to driving normal. But there are people who've been through similar accidents or even less uh, major accidents, but who are so paralyzed mm. that they can't get in the car and drive again. And and by paralyzed you mean mentally, paralyzed psychologically, yeah, yeah. They yeah. Can't. They and don't I, want to. I mean, just to 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 go back to you know me asking you about what it is you saw when you had put everything on paper in the form of a mind map. It sounds like you got clarity and perspective. Um, we would love to hear from you. O double one double eight three o seven o two o seven o. Let's try this again for the WhatsApp line o seven two seven o two one seven o two. When we come back, we take your calls, your SMSs, your tweets, and your WhatsApps. We would love to hear your story. Maybe you would love to share your story. You don't know where to start. Maybe you'd love to share your perspective. Maybe it's something you've already done. Share with us how you did it and what it is you learned. It's fifteen minutes to three o'clock. Seven o two masterclass. We continue with a co- the conversation on writing your own story in today's masterclass. We're with Webster Tenase. We take your calls on 011 883 Your SMS is 31702. Your tweets at Relebukhile M at Radio 702 using the hashtag 702 Afternoons and the WhatsApp line 0727021702. What is your story? Have you written it? Has anybody read it? You might not be a published author, but maybe you find some kind of joy of putting your thoughts and feelings on certain issues or even just on your life down on paper, putting it in writing and getting to read it back to yourself. Or maybe you've got a question for our guest on the process of writing your own story. Let's go to the lines. We have Antonio in Pretoria. Hi, Antonio. Hi, how are you doing? Good, thanks. And you? Fine, thank you. Um... I just need to find out from the guest in the studio that mm. uh, really how do I um, put my feet on the ground because I do believe um, I'm, I'm, I'm moving stories, not one, but moving stories. Mm. Yeah, so I, I'm not sure how really I can I can hit the start hitting the ground. Do you mean in terms of getting? Of do you mean in terms things? of getting your stories out? Of you on paper or in terms of getting published? 
instead of uh, getting this, my stories on paper mm. and uh, having them published, mm. how do I start and how, how do I go around? Mm. Right. So thank you very much for that. So there, there are different ways of, of doing it, right? It depends. There are some people who are writers who are okay with writing. They're, you know, they're, they're fairly eloquent in their writing and they can write their own books. And then you have those who, for some odd reason, they can't write, right? Or they're not comfortable with writing their books, but they're speakers. And then you get those who just, they have an idea of what they want to talk about or what the message can be, but they don't want to be involved in any kind of writing at all because they don't feel that they're um, good enough to do that. So there's a solution for, for all three of them. So if you are able to write and you know your message and you have a structure, because every book has to follow a particular kind of structure where there's a, there's a, a logical flow of ideas, but then let's assume that you have the book outline already done. You know what you're going to talk about. You can write your book. I mean, there are many different ways of doing that. You know, we all have, uh, Smartphones, or even if you don't have a smartphone, you can at least type your book through the Notes app, for example. If you have a laptop or a PC, you've got Microsoft Word. If you have Apple, you've got something like Pages. So there are different ways of doing that. But once again, not everyone is here with the QWERTY keyboard. They're, they're, not everyone is there. So you want to make sure that um, you, you, you know how you're going to get the book from inside of you and onto paper. That's the first part. The second part is that um, for those of you who maybe aren't very good in writing your own book, you can get a ghostwriter, for example. Now, a ghostwriter will obviously is someone who's going to write the book for you, right? And no one's going to know that they wrote the book for you. That's why they call them ghostwriters. They don't come very cheap, but I tell you what, they're very good investment. Now, the issue then is they're going to need to spend a lot of time with you. And I mean a lot of time with you because they're writing your story. It's your story, your ideas, but they're going to put them down on paper in plus minus their kind of, in their words, in, in a more eloquently way than you could ever do. Once again, they're not cheap to do, but they're a very great investment. A lot of books have been written by ghostwriters. Uh, and I don't want to spoil <laughs> whose books were written by ghostwriters. So that's the second option. And then the last option, which is sometimes my most favorite one, is you can get your book transcribed, right? So if you are more of a speaker than you are a writer or a typer, then you can, you know, there, there's so many transcription softwares out there. Uh, for example, I know we use Otter AI, and it allows you to then uh, record conversations or interviews. And then it will transcribe that into an audio file and into a text file. And then obviously that text file is something that you will then polish and send to an editor. Please send it to an editor. Don't do it yourself or get your cousin. Send it to a professional editor. And so those are the three ways that you can actually get your book outside of you. Assuming that you already know what you're going to talk about and you have an, a book outline. And then you can either type it, you can either get a ghostwriter or you can get a transcription service or software which will transcribe what you're saying into audio and text and then you can send that through to a professional editor. Antonio, you're going to do this thing now? I will. I'm telling you if I was going to give you a summary of my stories. Uh, listen, <laughs> we, we are... We are... Um, but I, I appreciate that. I think I will need to get hold of the guest and um, 
I, I, I know my story. Okay. I can write. I'm eloquent. I've been a literature student. Mm. And um, I think writing would not be a problem. But that one for talking, it's, uh, I think it's much, 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 much uh, manageable because, you know, if I start talking, I can spend the whole day or the whole week talking about my story. All the best to you. We will share the guest details at the end of the show. Kenny in Pretoria, hi. Hi, Lebo. How are you? Good, thanks. And you? I'm very well, thanks. Yeah, great show, hey. Um, so I started my book as well. I, as a, I started as a diary. I was just diarizing everything that happens in my life, both the good and the bad. And also, if I have a meeting with someone and someone speaks a word of wisdom um, uh, to me, I also document that as well. Mm. It got to a stage where it got so big, and I thought, no, man, this thing, this thing needs to go out there. So before I made it into a book, I started speaking in some functions where I encourage people with my story. So basically, it's on the business side. Um, there was a time in my life where everything was just going down. And from there, I managed to start businesses that are doing very well now. So they kept on saying, no, you need to write a book about this. And then it came out a book. I promise you right now, I'm writing the second volume of the wow. book. Wow. It all started from a diary of just writing down, okay, I had this disappointment today. This is what I did. And this was the result I got from it. And also the lessons I learned from other people as well. So mm. I'm, on this, I'm on the volume two right now of the book. Within, it happened within two years. Congratulations yeah. to you, Kenny. What an absolutely amazing uh, feat and very, very inspirational hearing that. Uh, we've got a quick voice note. Hi, my name is Terry. Yeah, um, a little that I did at um, Africa Health Conference and um, one doctor from UK was presenting and after that, well, I went to challenge him on a few things that I think did not really make that much sense to me and we discussed it. Um, little did I know that he'll be so, so interested. And then um, I ended up sharing his sto- my story with him and he said to me, proposed for the story to be um, something to be put in a syllabus at Open University um, in, in, in UK. And yeah, that one day I was just sitting and then I received an email to say, yeah, our piece was um, our piece was approved as part of a syllabus in the Open University. He even told me that he got um, a, a promotion. I just forgot um, what uni- which university did he go to. So yeah, we, 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 we might look at ourselves and belittle ourselves, but yet um, there's so much power in us. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. Uh, one more voice note. Hey, very interesting topic and inspirational uh, talk that you guys are having in the studio. I am also a struggling writer. I write uh, ever so often when I have uh, time in between, and I am mostly interested in poems. I write poetry, and I've got a number of them that I've written, but I'm still continuing, and I intend to to publish uh, them um, later on in the year. I just wanted to ask your guest, I mean, is there a way that one can actually earn a living through writing? I mean, is there really a market, uh, you know, whereby one can be able to, you know, have a decent living through just writing? Pirin Alex, thank you. I'm sure to cut a long story short, the answer is yes. <laughs> we, we have about uh, pretty much 30 seconds to wrap up. So maybe you can respond to the comments and your final thoughts on the discussion. 
Yeah, so to keep the answer short, yes, you can earn a living, uh, a very good one. It depends on the story that you're pushing and how relevant that is and the size of the market that you are actually pushing that story to. So that's definitely, uh, it's possible. But then also I think the closing remarks from my side is that, look, it's very, 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 very important that we start to value ourselves and what we've been through in our own perspectives and our differences and unique um, viewpoints and write about them, write about them, write them down, have them published, let's share them. You know, maybe you don't have to publish it, but share that with, with, with your people on Facebook, on Twitter, share your viewpoints, share your opinions. And what's going to happen is you'll be adding a lot of value to people, whether you know them or not. And you just never know what a person needs to read today. You just never know what a person needs to read tomorrow. So for me, that's it. Share your story. The rest will, you know, if this is something that's for you, trust me, you'll fall into it. But share your story. Masterclass on writing your own story, Webster Tenasse, founder of TW Publishers, high performance strategist and consultant.